welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. And today, I'm here with Dr. Melissa Ravello. Dr. Ravello, how are you doing? Is this for real? Because you're very subdued. <laughs> are we on? <laughs> we are on. I think we I need know. a do-over. No, absolutely not. I'm all good. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Would you like a little more energy through it? A little more pep would be nice. <laughs> Let's run it one more time. Okay. But I'm going to keep the first one. It's going to be in the podcast. And I'm going to give you a comparative comparative approach. I know you just had your vaccine and you're kind of fatigued, but can you show a little more enthusiasm for what we're doing here? I'm going to try. Ready? Here we go. Welcome to the Beverly. Sucks. You suck. <laughs> no, I had to do that. I had to set you up for that one. Ready? Yes. Wait, you know what I'll do? I'll do this like... Um, I'll do it. Uh, who's that guy that uh, sells the flex tape? What's his name? Phil Swiffleton or What's something? Flex tape. What's flex tape? Did you just ask that? Oh my god! Is that the stuff that like repairs boats? I just sawed this boat in half and <laughs> repaired it with only flex tape. Jackson's showing me that. Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic <laughs> Surgery Podcast. Today I'm here with Doctor Ravello. Doctor Ravello, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Great. We're going to be talking about some cool stuff today and fixing it with nothing but flex tape. Like that? Is yes. that better? We should do a plastic surgery podcast about flex tape. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. Your boobs are hanging a little low, ma'am. Flex it with flex tape. <laughs> Dude, by the way, that's available on the internet. They have it right now where you tape your breasts up. It is a product you can buy on Amazon. I swear to God. That should be in our podcast. Can we, can we Google that right now? <laughs> I will pull it up and we can do it. No, they have all kinds of gadgets. Yours, there is actually a tape for the breast. It's like a little duct tape. Exactly. Custom. Done. Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am here with my excited co-host, Dr. Millicent Ravello. How are you doing? I am doing swell. I am doing great. Are you excited? I am super excited. It's exciting what we're talking about. And what are we talking about? We are talking about... Instagram photos. Instagram photos of real people, of <laughs> celebrities, of real patients. We're going to dive deep into what makes an Instagram picture look good or not good. Totally. I think that this is a really important topic because I have patients that are having surgery because of their filters and their fish-eyed facing their face camera. It's crazy. It's true. You have to really figure out the best view on your phone with the selfies, which is why selfie sticks, as much as you make fun of them, are actually kind of useful because they give you a much better perspective on your face. Right. If you take a selfie camera on the front side of your phone and stick it up your nose and take a picture, I guarantee you it doesn't look attractive. No, you'll be coming in for a rhinoplasty. (laughs) Immediately. It doesn't even matter what your nose looks like. That is going to make you look so bad you won't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I have patients that literally use that as the measure of whether their rhinoplasty was good. And they will hold the camera no less or no more than really four or five inches away from their face and take the picture and say, I can't believe how big my nose looks. I was like, well, I can because you have a fish-eyed... Basically, it's like a doorknob style vision of what you look like. Then you've also taken it at an angle that distorts the entire 
the, the closer you are with those fisheye cameras, the worse the view is going to be. Oh, it's going to look totally distorted, and your features are going to look very asymmetric and not in proportion to each other, and it's it's awful. But it doesn't stop people from wanting surgery. <laughs> I can tell you that. It's it just, crazy. Yeah, it actually, it helps in that sense. But I think <laughs> what Instagram is even more known for is making you look better totally. than you might actually look. Well, guilty. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thousand percent. Um, but there is, yeah, I mean, this is why, okay, so there's there's so many levels of looking better on Instagram. There's the basic, I shot this at the perfect angle. Yes. And then there's the, I shot this at the perfect angle and put the perfect filter mm-hmm. over it. And then there's the, I shot this at the perfect angle, put the perfect filter, and then I layered it. Because layering really makes it look amazing. That's a that's a Photoshop thing. And a lot of people do that. And then comes the next set level, which is not only did I filter it, but then I used a couple of apps to yes. move things into move better proportion. Around. Right. I wanted a little more, you know, yes. fluff on the butt, a little bit more sharp and chiseled on the chin, yes. a little bit more deprojection on the nose. And that makes people look, you know, ideally the way that they want to look, but not even close to reality. Not even close to reality. And I will admit I'm a little late to figuring this out. I mean, I knew that celebrities obviously photoshopped themselves and I didn't take too much of what I saw from celebrities that seriously because I knew they had a whole team behind them. I didn't realize the extent that the regular average Joe or Jane edits their photos before they put them out there on Instagram. I'm like, oh, that's cheating. You can't do that. And here's what I, I mean, the face I can sort of understand a little bit because you can sort of tell a little bit when the face has been altered and you're not, I don't know. To me, the face wasn't that big a a deal because we're already used to seeing filters on the face, which smooth your skin out. I'm okay with that. Some filters look totally edited and that's a whole thing. But if you're using like a, you know, mild filter just to smooth the skin, get some better lighting, that's totally normal, fine, acceptable. And so I can sort of accept the face tuning a little bit. But when I realized people were doing this for their bodies, oh, yeah. I was like, no fair. <laughs> you're putting these photos out there and your waist looks tiny and your breasts look bigger and you don't look like you have any extra fat on you. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's it's not edited. <laughs> <laughs> it is 100% Velveeta. There's <sighs> nothing real about it. Nothing real about it. And no offense to Velveeta. Yeah, a little bit of offense. A little bit of offense given. <laughs> it's total spam. How about that? Spam's okay. Yeah, because it's true. It's like it's not a, um, you know, look, fantasy's great, but the problem is if you read the captions that go with those fantasy photos, it makes you sort of go like, mm, no. So I always say consider the source. Yeah. I mean, you got to consider the source. You know, when I put up before and afters, for better or for worse, I kind of take them off the camera and put them up. I don't, you know, filter them through or anything like that. But, you know, I'll, I'll if the lighting's off on one side or the other, I'll, I'll do that. But I don't like to, you know, I don't like to wash things out. I don't like to take anything. No. I want to show it as it looked to me in the operating room. And so sometimes that requires you to do things to the photo to make it look that way. Um, you don't want harsh shadows or things yeah, that you obscure the your view. And, and things but like that. you also don't want to change the fact that there are imperfections because there are imperfections. There are imperfections. And I, I always think 
somebody asked me today on a consult, they're like, so how are they getting those noses to look so tiny and upturned? You know, is that Photoshop? I was like, well, what do you think? I was like, those operations can't possibly do what they're making them look like without the nose being totally destroyed for life. And that's the problem is that you, you just can't, you can't look at it as like this is real until you really see I, that's why i always say sit in my waiting room look at my patients well i would hope that plastic surgeons aren't photoshopping and face tuning and body tuning their before and after i wish i could say that that's <laughs> i was true. referring more to the oh, average no. patients and people that are using instagram because that's one thing but then when you're looking at like befores and afters from a surgeon i mean they I would, better not I be would photoshopped. It's a, it's a false not, advertising. Yeah, no, I would say that 99, maybe 98.5% of the befores and afters you see out there are not going to be photoshopped to that degree. In board-certified plastic surgeons, that, that's the case. Yeah. I believe that the that it is a ethical violation of epic levels no, yeah, you can't to do photoshop that. Your, your photos. Um, but I will tell you this, and you're, you're not going to be happy to hear this, and I, I think our listeners need to hear it. That I sat with a guy one time and he was like, you know, your results in your rhinoplasties are really great. Like, how much of that is Photoshop? <laughs> Ask me that question. <laughs> and I, I went, none. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, why would you even ask that question? And he was like, oh, 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 I mean, I just, you know, I just figure, you know, like, oh, do you maybe you like do a little. I, I, was, I said, you just asked me if I Photoshop my photos. And you didn't ask me if I did. You asked how much of it is. I was really pissed off. I said, you got to understand that that is totally unethical. You cannot do that. No, that's not okay. And I would would imagine that the majority of befores and afters that you see, I would hope from a plastic surgeon are not. From a board certified, American board of plastic surgeon. I cannot speak for any other boards. I can't speak because I don't know their ethical rules. Right. You know, the the ethics of, of these societies are very different from societies. I'm not saying it's wrong, better, worse, whatever. They're just different. But I know in our society, that would be seen as a massive problem. That would be a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like a big problem. (laughs) Like a a big problem. Um, But what I I will say, if you're looking at a a surgeon's befores and afters on Instagram or on their website, you do have to keep in mind that this is the best version of reality that they are showing you. So maybe they haven't altered them. Maybe they haven't changed them. But you are still seeing most likely their better results. Yeah, very few of us go, yeah, this is a pretty good result. I'm going to put it up. Yeah. <laughs> we we look for the ones that are like, oh my God, that's exactly what I'm trying to get every time. This is the best possible result. Right. I want to show this one. Um, there are there are times, and I, and I think it's almost time for me to do it again, where I've just been like, you know what? I'm going to post the next <laughs> 10 consecutive cases. And it's so painful because we don't get perfect results on every case. No, and that's just the nature of what we do. Sometimes you're going to have an amazing out of the ballpark result where you're like, yes, this is one for the befores and afters. Most, not most time, but a large amount of the time you're like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then some of them you're like, oh, that's not what I, that's not what I was going for. Yeah. I mean, I would say that, and this is just me grading myself and, and going for total reality. I'd say that, you know, 10 to 15% of the time I get like an out of the park a like 10 to 15% of the time it is an a and it's like, man, that's great. Yeah. And I'd say that 50% of the time, maybe 60%, I get like an A minus, maybe a B plus. And then there's like this 10 to 15% of the time that I get a B and it's fine, but it's a B. 
and there are things that I want to be yes. better. Yes. And, and it's hard. I have to like sit on my hands and shut my mouth because the patient's like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm like, mm, okay, but like I really want it better. Yeah, that, that's a hard rare. one when yeah. you're looking at them. With, but as long as they're happy, that's great. That is absolutely great. But if you see something you don't like, it's, oh, it it's is hard, hard to like keep your mouth shut. And if I don't like the result, I club them over the head <laughs> and I bring them back to the operating room and I fix whatever it is because I can't stand it. I need yeah. it to be right. Yeah, if it's and egregious, the patients who have done that right. to you know who you are because it's happened. They're like, oh, what happened? I just woke up in the recovery room. I was like, nothing. Don't worry about it. You're fine now. You're fine now. And I can sleep. I, I really don't like it when things aren't right. It drives me crazy. I want it to be awesome, which is why, you know, again, back to the before and after photos and back to Instagram. You know, we see these Instagram models and they say, oh, my God, look at this amazing result I got from Dr. So-and-so. I'm like, it is so Photoshopped that they shouldn't be saying that. They shouldn't say no. that. They should. They have to have their own level of ethics where right. if they're going to be advertising, you know, for the the surgeon that you know gave them a discount or whatever then they have to be truthful about what they got that is 100 percent true and i think that probably happens more often than not where the doctor is truthful in what they are posting yes. and saying but then the influencer or the celebrity or whomever got the surgery is editing their instagram photos absolutely yeah. and and there are you know people always say oh you know you, you must have done it for free I, I really don't do stuff for free for people i i ask them well if i can use your photos or i can use your uh, you know, if I can use your video or something, then I'll give you a discount because, you know, they have to work for me now. Sure. Like, so, they, and, you know, I'm still charging them. You know, they still have to pay right. the OR and the anesthesia right. fee, but maybe they're not paying, you know, $35,000 for the revision rhinoplasty that we're doing. They're, you know, paying $25,000 right. or $20,000 or whatever it is. For using But they them. have to cooperate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to make them take photos yeah. and, yeah. you know, I'm going to get video and I'm going to use it as I see fit, but they have to sign off on that and, and basically turn the rights to their their medical photos and video over to me. And so I think that's worth something because I have to, I have to teach, I have to show yeah. things. And it's yeah. very hard in today's day and age to get people to agree to do that for nothing. Sure. Especially when it's of the face, you know, that yeah, nobody, they're going to be identified. Not many people want to put that out there. Um, and I have a similar feeling about the influencers and, and the patients who want to promote you in exchange for you know getting a free something i've done a few little things like that and it never really worked out well, well i was not a fan of the exchange for services with the influencers it just it was not a good it was left a icky feeling i didn't like it no you shouldn't do it for those reasons i agree with you 100 percent. but if you want an educational piece and that's really where i see you know the influencer is you know it's neither here nor there i mean if it's kim kardashian maybe that's one thing but like anybody else, like, I mean, I've done huge celebrities who've yacked about it up and down. They put it into movies and said my name on television, all that stuff. You, you don't get people for that. What you do is if you use the educational piece, that's where you can yeah. actually, you know, market yourself and promotion. show what it is because it's great information. And, and I, I'm sorry, people are going to pay more attention to a celebrity or a, an influencer if they're in your educational piece, I but mean, they will. That's they just, they the just do. They they absolutely yeah. do. And I and I think that it's totally fair to, you know, if I had to get a model to do this stuff, I'd have to pay them outright. So I tend to do it that way. But you know, I try to really you know take the ethical code is basically says you should never exchange media like a member of the media say like oh I'll write an article on you if you give me a free facelift, you know no that's completely unethical, you know you can say well. You can write your article, 
Um, but this is what I want to do. I want to use your photos for this, 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 and this, and then charge them whatever you're going to charge them. I just think if you do stuff for free, it's not going to work out. No. It, it's, it's a bomb. Yes. It's a bomb waiting Someone to go off in your face. Someone is going to leave unhappy. That's right. <laughs> Usually it's the surgeon. <laughs> but that's where you see these influencers promoting these other doctors. And, and I, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, I, I always have some influencer I'm working with on a piece and I think it's totally fine. Uh, but it's it's not for marketing. It's for the, the educational piece that's going to live on my website that people can go to be like, oh my God, I know her. And then they yeah. like listen and they pay attention and, you know, they, they still have to pay for it. It's not, you know, nothing is free in surgery. This stuff's expensive for us to do. Right. I mean, if they were to pay for it, for it to be completely free, you'd be out of pocket, you know, $10,000 just paying for the OR and anesthesia. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So that's not how that works. But that's where you see the, the Photoshopping piece, you know, it just is not, I don't know. It's really tricky. I don't like that people are passing off their photos as like reality. I think they should... <laughs> they should be honest like like it should say uh oh here's me on you know doing you know naked yoga or whatever and then have like and i used x filter yeah. and y filter and this got rid of my cottage cheese thighs and you know by the way i t- tuned yeah. the thighs a little bit more and uh, my butt this nope. way and never in a million no. years They'll never tell you that. never will you ever see that that's but that's right. i mean that's been the whole basis i use the ironing of- filter for the uh, wrinkles <laughs> that's been the basis of, of, of Instagram and social media since its inception, that it's not reality. And as long as you understand that um, when you're going through and looking at things and accept it for what it is, then you'll be fine. It's when you start going down the rabbit hole of why don't I look like that and she looks so amazing oh, and they that do. you're going to have, you're going to start delving up with the angst. And we have studies that show that, that since We've had social media or people that spend more time on social media have higher rates of depression and anxiety. Like it is literally a scientifically proven fact. We have shown that. Right. Because, because they, they feel bad about themselves. Yes, but Why don't I look this way? They, but even those people don't look that way. You know, that's that's No, a they thing. don't. <laughs> you know, before we were so used to seeing it on magazine covers of these models and these actors and actresses who look so good at 50 or whatever. But in the back of our minds, we knew that they'd been photoshopped before they were put on that on that cover. But now when you're getting, you know, the Joe Schmoes in your face who look amazing as well, that's when you start going down that rabbit hole of, well, why don't I look like that? So you just got to understand that nobody looks like that. Well, I mean, even look at like our our headshots of, you know, us on our websites like that. Those are totally layered and totally look like that. No. You know, there's like a <laughs> no layered of like makeup. <laughs> you see me whenever I come in here in my photo shoot makeup, my drag queen makeup. <laughs> I think it looks good. I like that look. It's kind of you know, it's different. It's a little, it's a little thick. And then it's on top thick. of that, you put on the the, yeah, the filters and the Photoshop totally. and the blurring and, and layers and you know. yeah. No, it's really important. But I think uh, I think patients should be always considering the source. Yes. And considering the, uh, you know. Is you know is it reality or is it is it the the digital tricks? That, I mean, even look at the. Um, I, I think some of the videos are really the best, and that's the. I'd love to do you know video before and afters because with these new cameras, like on the iPhone and the Samsung, I mean, you are seeing reality. Yeah, it's much harder to edit it is. a video. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's why I love showing videos of before yeah, and afters because true. it's like, oh my god, you know that that you know really shows the yes. deal. I, I I a thousand percent agree. Well, cool. What else about Instagram? What else about our TikToks and <laughs> all these you know 
kind of video posting sites for our our practices is there a is there a future that you see where what direction do you see it going in well i think we're probably going to see a lot more of the tiktok the tiktoks as i call them um but i think that might be a good thing you know just because like you said it is video format video does not lie video doesn't lie to the same degree that you can edit a photo now granted technology is going to change and catch up i'm sure but right now the videos i think are going to be a little more accurate than the actual photos are so i think there is going to be more of a growth of tiktok with the plastic surgeons um but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we're going with social media in the future. It's, it could be totally different in 15 years. Who knows what's going to be around? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's hard because, I mean, you have to do it as a plastic surgeon. You're expected to be on these platforms. Sure. But at the same time, like, like, I'm too busy doing surgery. I, you do pretty well, though, with your social media. You're pretty uh, prolific. I, I do it quick. Yeah. I, I, I've learned to not make it take time. Yeah. You know, I've, re- I've, I've got it down to where... In 20 minutes, sometime during the morning, uh, it's done for the day. And that's it. Right. And then with a, a breeze through stuff to comment on it at lunchtime or something, some other part of the day, and then it's over. And I think that that really works because we do. I do get a lot of patients that come in from social media. Yeah. I mean, it's necessary. I mean, I think plastic surgery, by definition, is, is a visual field. So it's, that's tailor-made for what we do. Totally. Well, I think that's it for our unfiltered selves. Um, So from that perspective, (laughs) this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is MediSpa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, fillers, lasers, and all therapy as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive. Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-640-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty. And if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast, you will get the members pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery. But there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com, and you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment 
either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.